Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Triple Jump Podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. And my name is Peter. Yes. Yes. Uh, hello, I'm hello. Peter and that's Ashton yes. right there. Ben's got the big plops today. Ben's so he's got, not he's not in. He's plopping all over the floor. Yep. Um all over the ceiling. It's really bad. Mm. I'm the only consistency this month. I know. Thank God for Ashton, <laughs> am I right? What would <laughs> we do, do without, without her? Me? I mean, genuinely, if we didn't have you as a second host, this would have been the third podcast in the space of a month where we would either have to drag sam driver in or james jenkins or perhaps james jenkins. i don't know if he's ever done one before but we've i think we've had sam once or twice in the past mm. uh, or there would just maybe not no been a podcast. podcast yeah um so basically you're all welcome yeah thanks ashton everyone put no thanks problem. ashton in the comments yeah, please if you wouldn't mind uh, this is our video game podcast uh we do it each and every week uh there are various ways that it is supported um i don't know which one we do first because ben normally does this but i think it's the yeah i was i was leaning towards sponsor uh it is it is helped by you guys but first and i think more importantly yeah we're sponsored each and every week uh ashton you've got the ad read for us this week i do so they found out this morning that ben was doing big plops so Mm. they they quickly sent me the the sponsor oh wow yeah um word of our anti-breakfast kind of club that we've Mm. got going on has gone global and so uh a developer has decided to put together a game to help us get back into breakfast just for us yeah help us get back into breakfast coming march 25th a breakfast food extravaganza it's toast wire tokyo wow that's great yeah so you can travel around tokyo trying different breakfast foods and is there any supernatural element whatsoever? No, or, no. Just, it's just a food tour of Tokyo, it's just a breakfast toast. food tour of Tokyo, just toast. I mean, breakfast in Tokyo sounds mm, great. It does sound pretty good. It so, pretty good. so yeah, Tango, uh, was it Tango something? What's the name of the, 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 the Tango something? Tango. That's me. All I know is it's spooky. It's spooky. That's all I know. Um, they've made a game for us, so that's nice. That's good of them. I'm really glad Tokyo. that they've done that yeah. and it will be helping Ben on his way to recovery. Yeah. I Yeah, because I think the reason he's got big plops is because he never has breakfast. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't have big plops, because I never have breakfast. Um, so, yeah, that's real. It's not real. Oh, it's not they real. They didn't make a game just for us. But Ben's getting... He's so dehydrated he now. He is. He's going to need so much orange juice... He is. ...to get back to his normal, regular 
programming cycle programming mm, yeah. yeah um but yeah it's not real sorry sorry everyone that's a real disappointment but what is real yeah how you can support us mm-hmm. it's by going to triple jump facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash team triple jump and liking the page giving it a follow and joining the Wars clan group and just hanging out with everyone on facebook that'd be really nice when we get to ten thousand followers we have to start paying some of our staff mm. that would be nice that would be nice wouldn't it it is and there is another way to support us peter yes there is yes <laughs> uh, uh you can go to patreon.com mm. forward slash team triple jump i don't know why i had to look at my phone there i i know what it is you're it's, normally the one that says it every well, actually, not, no, normally it is ben isn't i it? normally do facebook which yeah. is what threw me off because i was like are you asking me about we just done facebook i've <laughs> just done that one but yes no you can also go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump where for as little as one dollar Yes. per month you can ask questions on this podcast we've got uh we've got several today as we do every single week um yeah. so why not consider doing that it breaks down you know considering that it's a, a weekly podcast it's like sort of 25 cents mm-hmm. a podcast yeah and if you ask one question every week that's worth worth that's your 25 yeah yeah do it there is also other tiers uh, you can get different rewards but we'll talk about that Later. Later on. Later on. You have the first question. I've got Peter. a question here. Uh, this is from Fergus Jeffs, who says, "Hello, Bap." It's actually just app today, mm. I'm afraid. Although they say "Hello, Bap" and Billy. So, so if we replace Ben with Billy. with Billy, then it's still Bap. Hello, Bap. Yes. Have you ever played something that has completely changed your opinion about an entire video game genre? either positively or negatively? Is there a game that's completely turned you uh, on to a particular genre or instead turned you off? Let me know your thoughts. Thank you, Fergus. Thank you, Fergus Jeffs. Thank you, Fergus Jeffs. Thank you, Fergus Jeffs. Uh, I have a few games that have both turned me on and off things uh, in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you ever played League of Legends? No. No. I played it, I think, once, maybe twice with friends. Uh, who were quite into their MOBAs. Mm-hmm. That's Multiplayer Online Battle Arena, I believe. I think that's what the M yeah, stands for. Yeah, I think for. so. Yeah. Uh, and that was my first experience with the genre. I'd seen it play... I'd seen games like that played online. Uh, like, I think... Is, is, is Heroes of New Earth one? Or is that a card game? I don't know. Uh, no, Hearthstone's a card game. But there's, there's a few of those. <laughs> um, and uh, I had always kind of quite liked the idea of it because I mm. think it was, again... You're really testing my knowledge here on, or I'm testing my own knowledge here on MOBA games, but one of them started out as a world, uh, as a Warcraft 3 mod. It might have been League of Legends, um, or it might have been something else, but um, I really liked Warcraft 3 when I was a bit younger because that's just a a single player or multiplayer uh, competitive strategy game. Mm -hmm. So you build your base, you make an army, and you fight each other in a very typical strategy kind of way. Whereas MOBA games have like lanes with mobs and you have like a hero who has like an entire row of abilities on the bottom of your screen. And there's loads of like really precise micromanagement Mm -hmm. as like bringing like this item, but not that. And oh, that works well if you combine with this person. There's a whole language to it. Get ganked, for example, is a word that I heard being thrown around at times. And so all of that is very off-putting and confusing and scary Mm -hmm. but worst of all is that as a general rule moba communities are 
the pits. They're <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, if you are, I mean, even if you're not new, but especially if you're new, everyone hates you. Mm-hmm. They think you're the worst. You're letting the team down. Who the hell do you think you are? Get off this game, you noob. Yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily have a lot of that because I was playing with my friends, but I quickly became aware of it. I think I could see it in the chat, like from the opposing team, right, like yeah. maybe even saying it to their own teammates. Um, and uh, it's just not for me at all. So I played like one round of League of Legends and I thought, huh, this, is, this isn't great. Mm. Uh, which was also a shame because not only did it, was I intrigued because it was whichever one was a, a Warcraft 3 mod, but also they have all these different heroes with like completely different designs and stuff it's like hero like a hero shooter game or something mm-hmm. you know you have like there's like a little goblin there's like a giant man yeah. there's a tree person i really liked all the the idea of that and having this like huge range of characters and then yeah when it came to actually playing as them i was like oh never mind um <laughs> but i do have uh one that was kind of the other way around uh i probably never would have been especially interested in an atmospheric side-scrolling game Mm. until I played Limbo. Mm. And then, man, I fell in love with that game so much. I think it's great. I've actually been playing it this week for other reasons. Uh, But coincidentally, it it answers this question pretty well. Yeah. Um, And uh, that was... uh, When I played it, it was bundled, I think, with another game, uh, with Explosion Man on Xbox 360. Uh, and uh, I think I just borrowed it from a friend or something, and I thought, oh, this is amazing. And since then, you know, I've, the one game I've not played is Inside, and I'll talk about that a bit later on. Uh, but, you know, Little Nightmares sort of qualifies. Mm. That has a bit of depth to it. It's not quite 2D, but it's that sort of thing. Um, and then I've also been um, quite intrigued by, uh, what's it called? Uh, Far. Changing Tides, which came oh, out yeah. like last week, yeah. which is why, I mean, again, I'll get to it later, but that's why I've been on that genre this week. So I've been mm. kind of like brought back to that and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, the, those games are always really interesting. Mm. So uh, if not for Limbo, I don't think I'd have played Little Nightmares, which is yeah. uh, a series I love. So Ashton, have you been turned on or off? I have one example and then I thought of another example while you were talking. Okay. Um, Again, it's turned me on to a genre. Um, I really didn't like the idea of like a roguelite or a roguelite because I was right. like, I don't want to lose lose all my stuff that I've just spent time getting. I don't understand. Like, what's the point? But I played Hades over lockdown and I really enjoyed it and I got really into it. So I haven't finished it. I think a lot of people were in that boat. Yeah. Like, never, never tried a roguelike or a yeah. roguelite and then played that. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of made me think that like, oh, maybe it isn't actually as bad as it sounds. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I just kind of had decided it was going to be a nightmare but it it wasn't um and i since like haven't played that i kind of am more i haven't played any like rogue liked slash likes since then but not because of it just because i think i haven't got around to it slash haven't found one that's intrigued me like story-wise yet you tempted by returnal i am well since state of play last night when they announced the yeah the co-op i was a bit like hmm now very interested. I can play with my I friends. I can play with my friends. Because <laughs> um, we were t- talking about Returnal when we saw it last night, me mm. and uh, MB. And we were just kind of like talking about it and being like, I probably would like want to play it. But like, I don't know if I can like be bothered to pick up. I've got so much on my plate right now. And then uh, it came up as a cold and we both went, oh, we should play that game <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> together. Yeah. So, um, yes, to answer your question, I am. Um, but then a game that turned me off a genre, I played... 
one or two rounds of CSGO when I was helping oh, yeah. set up a tech thing for one of the esports shows I was working. All I had to do was just like play around with someone while like they were testing to make sure everything was working. Mm-hmm. And um, I did not know what was going on the whole time. I just kept getting killed and I was like, I didn't, what is happening? I yeah. can't figure it out. And the game's not telling me how to play. I got to the menu and I was confused. Like I was like, I don't, understand and i just decided there and then that like i was i was no longer interested in an online multiplayer like first person shooter i just can't i just can't i'm not got quick enough reaction times Mm -hmm. i'm busy like looking over here and i get shot in the side of the head and i'm like what playing how playing first person shooters online is not for me i mean i don't even play offline first person shooters these days but Mm -hmm. not for any particular reason i'm not being like turned off by a specific game but certainly like if i was to ever pick up you know, a Call of Duty game, for example, it would yeah. probably be for the campaign, which yeah. is, you know, they normally do pretty good story modes. Um, but the idea of playing COD online, for example, or CSGO or yeah. something. But the only game I could probably play relatively well online is, well, not a recent Halo game, but the older ones mm. I was I was good at once upon a time. Um, I think if I picked it up now, I would probably be rubbish because I wouldn't understand all the yeah. new, new stuff. But yeah. It's one of those things where I feel like if you don't pick up a FPS like an online FPS straight away, mm. you're by three weeks in, you're the worst player and it's impossible to like get better because you're being matched against people who are like level 15, yeah. like level four. Mm-hmm. But I just, I remember when I was younger, I used to be quite into them. Yeah. But it's mainly because I was just playing in a team that was just carrying me through right. and I would just like bumble around, potentially shooting like three people. And I'd be like, yeah, I got three kills. Yeah. And everyone else would be like, yeah, I got 25. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I got three. So good for me. Um, so yeah, there's like I really like Hades, but I haven't got around to ret- another mm-hmm. one yet. But I don't like CS:GO. Oh, that's a shame. I nearly threw in, and maybe it's this is just because Ben's not here to defend it. But I nearly said Dark Souls slash Bloodborne as well. Mm, like, yeah. I remember playing Dark Souls when it was still quite a new game. I was at a friend's house, and I thought, oh, this this looks good, like visually, and you know the opening cutscene is great. And I was like, oh man, this is really hard. Um, and then years, years, like you know. Years later, I think only maybe four or five years ago from now, mm. um, I was like, I should really try Bloodborne because it looks interesting, like aesthetically. I really yeah. like the idea of that world. And then again, you know, I, I just, I just can't, I can't do Souls, Souls likes or Soulsborne games. Yeah. But then I guess really I was never turned on to them in the first place. Yeah. So like it doesn't quite answer the question. I was intrigued by them, but purely by kind of the world building and stuff. And yeah. Then, you know, but gameplay wise. I simply cannot. Yeah, I'm very much the same when it comes to Soulsborne. Yeah. Well, now onto a segment. That, so I'm really sad Ben's not here because he's missing out on it because it's the first time we've ever done it. Yeah, it's a shame, actually. Yeah. Um, it's time to talk about what we're playing. Oh. It's what we're playing time. Time to talk about what we're playing. Don't know if you've noticed, by the way, we don't have paper in front of us yeah. today. There's no paper in both offices, the I believe. The printer's got no paper. And then when we ask, there's, a, there's no paper in the entire building. No, like, so. well, two buildings, really. You yeah. know, we, we have two offices next door to each other and Cultaholic don't have any paper either. No. So. so I feel like for the rustling... I know well, what we're going to do. That's why I said it then, because yeah. I was like, oh, what about when we get to the next sections? Yeah. We're going to have to... There'll, there'll be no rustle. There's a afraid. little scrap of. Is this a receipt? I think it's blue tack. Oh, it's a, yeah, it is. It's, no, that's too crispy. No, it's too crispy. Not work. There's a comic over there. Don't yeah. know what that is. Uh, should we talk about what we're playing? <laughs> yeah, shall Maybe. we? Peter, what have you been playing this week? So I saw a little bit of far changing tides on Twitch mm. uh, 
this week or last week, can't remember when it was. Uh, it was actually OZ uh, was playing it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was like, what is this? I've never heard of this. I, you know, I'm this is new to me. Uh, and again, it's it's one of those games, you know, I was talking about Limbo earlier uh, and Little Nightmares. It's, it, it's kind of carried by its aesthetic and it's mm. just the way it looks. There's very little HUD. Um, you're kind of problem solving, uh, exploring, and that is a strictly, I believe it's strictly left to right. It's like 2D, yeah, it's not 2.5D so. or, um, that's not what I've been playing this week, but I was intrigued by it and I ended up looking at some, um, footage of the game that came before it. So the, the one that's just come out is far changing tides and the other one was far something else yeah i think i i thought it was a sequel but i i hadn't couldn't remember the name of the first one so i didn't know yeah. if i just thought that it was the same game mm -hmm. and the first one you had a kind of a land ship like yeah. it was on wheels and you would kind of blow through the desert and stuff mm. um, and in this one you are actually on a a, a water ship like yeah. a regular regular one um and you have to kind of look after it and stuff looks really intriguing and i will be giving it a go but i thought i at the moment i'm playing games really sporadically um, because me and my, my partner are like looking to buy a house in Newcastle if we can. And, uh, we've got a load of wedding stuff on mm -hmm. and off. My weekends are really busy. So I was like, I don't want to start a new game, um, that, you and know, you I can't focus to, on. Yeah. yeah. So instead I played all the way through limbo in a single night the other day, um, <laughs> which, you know, didn't take that long because I've played, I think it's like the third time I've played it. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was able to do it relatively quickly, but I just wanted to soak up that genre and like mm. that atmosphere. Um, and then uh, yesterday I was playing a little bit of little, uh, little nightmares one as well, which you know, for the same reasons, I just love the way all of those games uh, are, they're, you know, all made by different people. Limbo, Little, little Nightmares, and uh, this this far, what is it, Changing Tides? Changing, Changing Tides, I keep yeah. forgetting. Uh, all different people, mm. but all kind of cut from the same cloth. Like, yeah. it is, it hangs on its visual aesthetics from its, like, sound design um, and just the kind of really simple controls normally. Like, mm. there's, generally, these games you might be able to run, jump, and perhaps grab or maybe do a punch or something like that. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. And But you solve generally physics-based puzzles. Um, and it's just, it, it can be nice to like not have to worry about a complex narrative or anything like yeah. that. Um, in fact, as a general rule, these games, they don't just have a simple narrative. They have like an ambiguous one yeah. where you sort of don't really know what's going on. So yeah, I've really enjoyed that this week. Um, and really though i'm intrigued by far uh what i'm actually more keen to play before that given that i've dipped my toe back into this genre is inside which i mentioned in the previous yeah. question i never got around to playing mm -hmm. and people rave about inside that is made by the same people who uh, did limbo um and it's just one of those games that it passed me by at the time yeah um and then it's just been kind of, it's never been a priority to go go back and play it. Mm. But uh, I really, I need to do that because, you know, I, I love all of these games and that by some people's, uh, you know, account is like the best one. Yeah. Something. So I have, to, I have to give that a try in the coming weeks if I just have a few evenings <laughs> to actually play games consecutively. To stop having to be an adult. I know. Like I've been doing like agreement in principle for mortgage and stuff like yeah. jesus christ how old so am i now fun. i'm nearly 30 and i don't like it <laughs> but 
That's why I play video games, yeah. to maybe pretend that I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't finished Little Nightmares 2. I kind you? of I was playing it between games and I got to a the mannequin bit. Mm-hmm. And it was too spooky. It and is I pretty kept spooky. Having, and I kept stopping. And then when I'd go back to it, I was like, oh, God, I'm still in this area. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, it was quite spooky, that bit. So I struggled to get past it. And then Horizon came out. And it's quite hard it. as well when you get it to that It is quite bit. hard. It gets quite difficult. I kept yeah. getting my ass beat. I realized I was saying this to Ben a couple of weeks ago. I've got horrible depth perception. Like horrible. Yeah, I'm, I keep that thinking is... I'm like out of the way. And then I get like grabbed or I get taken. And I'm like, what? I think that's partly the game. Like mm. we played it all the way through. I mean, I played it all the way through on stream and yeah. Ben sat and watched me play it. Yeah. Uh, and I was definitely getting grabbed and stuff. And that was having already completed it once at home. Yeah. And I think both Little Nightmares 1 and 2, they do have a slightly funny depth perception to yeah. them. So I don't think that's your fault necessarily. Okay, that's cool. But this what week, I am have been playing. I am I am have been playing mm. Horizon Forbidden West. Excellent. I have almost finished it. I'm right. on like I've just completed the penultimate mission before like the final mission. I'm just like sweeping up all the side quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. Managed to fully break a quest. I can't finish it. Now. Oh no! It's like bit, a glitch. Yeah. Well, basically, I kill. You have to kill a a robot, and when I killed it, you meant to like go and get the salvage off it. But it went under the ground mm. and I can't get to it anymore. And the game's like not popped it back up through the ground. Oh, no. So I tried like restarting the game, restarting the PS5, tried like going to a completely different area, doing a mission, everything. And nothing's worked. I had to file a bu- bug report because I was like, I can't finish the quest. And it's the only quest I have left in this whole thing, <laughs> please. Um, but they haven't fixed it yet. So, no. um, And then, yeah, so I've been just going around doing all the side quests. There's... So I really have enjoyed this game and I'm really excited to like finish the story and, and see what happens. But I I feel like some bits of it kind of are harder than they need to be. Right. So these things are called melee pits that are like... So in the first game, you had like hunting grounds, which mm-hmm. were uh, like you versus a machine and like challenges and stuff, which are still in this game. There's not as many of them. They repl- they've kind of added in an arena mode, which is kind of like you go in, there's various challenges getting harder and harder. Yeah. Um, and then there's these melee pits. And these melee pits are part of a mission where you have to do three of them and then you get to fight someone called the Enduring. And they just keep referring to the, this person as the Enduring. That's like right. their name. And the melee pits, two of them are fine, but the third one is really hard because you have to like, it's rather than just being like, just beat this guy who will do certain attacks on you. It's like, do this attack on him, like this combo of attacks. Right. So it'd be like, press R1, R1, pause, R1, R1, hold R1, R1, hold R2. While you're in the middle and of you're combat. Like, and it's all on the side. But the issue is, if you mess it up, it goes black screen and do it again. Right. Like, so you get halfway through, you don't get like a couple of goes at it. You have to like hit them. And if you mess it up, it fades to black, brings you up and you start again. Ah, that's a bit harsh. And it, it doesn't always tell you what you did wrong. So it's really hard to like figure out what is like wrong that I've just done. And there's one that I like got so angry at. I like threw the controller onto the beanbag oh, no. and like punched the sofa because I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> and I was getting so angry. And then I left it and I've, now I've got to finish it to do the rest of this quest. And I'm really annoyed about it. Mm-hmm. But um, but other than that, like most of the game's really good. It made me cry on Sunday. Oh. It was a really sad moment. And if you've played the first game and you play this game, you'll be really sad. You will um, cry too. You will cry too. So yeah, it's really good and I've enjoyed it. I just want that one goddamn melee pit to like leave me alone. 
Um, I also played some Borderlands 2 at the weekend. We were finishing off like the last DLC, last two DLCs before uh, Tiny Tina's comes out. So we've got yes. something to play. Mm-hmm. And then me and MB tried Ark Survival Evolved. Right. And have you played Ark Survival Evolved? I've played it very briefly, but I've seen a lot of it. Yeah, I we played like maybe an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And we, because it's, it's PS Plus this month. So we were like, well, let's just try it. We went into it. This game should not be on PlayStation. This game, the the UI is not a game for PlayStation. Right. Like, it's so difficult to like just get around the menu. If you press the options button to like go into the settings or something, there's just stuff all over the screen. It's and just I'm been like, directly ported from the PC. Yeah, and I I'm like, I have no idea what I'm meant to be clicking on. Like, what is going on? And then, I mean, I had a lot of fun with the character creation. I had, mm-hmm. like, this really short little human being with, like, massive boobs. Yeah. No, like, head-to-neck difference. Like, all just one. And I was like, look at me. And Ben was like, your person should be, like, unable to walk. Like, what is this? <laughs> um but yeah, we played that for about an hour and a half. We were gradually figuring out like how to play the game and what what you had to do. And it, it's just not, you, they shouldn't, if they're going to port it to PlayStation, they should just like made the UI a bit more friendly. Like mm-hmm. even getting into a game, I was like, how do I, jo- how do I join a game? Because we were just trying to play just the two of us. We didn't want to join like a public server. Right. And I was like, how do we, I don't even understand this. How do I do this? And then it kept kicking me out for some reason. And I was wow. just like... Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I kind of want to play it again, though. Not going to lie. kind of just want to jump in and play it again. I got killed by dinosaurs so many times. Yeah. But I just wanted to just kind of, like, play around and muck around. And when they kept pooing, I was like, what? What's going on? Like, we were just sat, like, talking and trying to figure out how we do it. And suddenly we just had a little... And then like so a, round as a well. little round thing. And then went, I think you've just pooed. Yeah. And I was like, excuse me? What? I've done what? You know you need to ask. Uh, James Jenkins. Yeah. He's a big arc pro. I know he was really excited for it. And I, yeah. I was kind of like, oh, because I'd seen a bit about it, but I didn't know how it played. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really sure about it. So like when I when I jumped into it, I was like, this is kind of not what I was expecting. And I don't know how what I think. But I do want to play again, mm-hmm. just because I think it's funny. I think you've already... I'm not saying don't play it again, but I'm saying at least you can know you've ha- you've had the 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 key arc experience, which is making a horrible character mm. with either giant boobs or a giant dick. Yeah. Um, watching watching them poop. Yep. With the spherical poops. Yeah. Uh, dying a lot, dying not a knowing lot. what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then maybe like building a bit of a. A shack. Yeah. At some point, we just started on the shack when mm. we uh, when we stopped playing. But yeah, it's it's definitely something. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It so, is. so yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Excellent. And uh, that's it. it that that is a, it. It's time for question two. This yeah. one comes from Jules. Jules says, "Hi, Biap. Wanted to give Emma some love this week. Hope you're all doing well. With Nintendo adding missions and rewards to their Switch Online service this month, what do you think of the new points and icon system? Although obviously a world away from achievements and trophies, this is possibly the closest Nintendo has ever come. Do you think that more people will be attracted to the ecosystem if they went full gratification mode? Personally, I think Nintendo is already enough of a loyal fan base and amazing enough franchises to not need to go down this route. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jules. Thanks, Jules. Thanks. I've got a write-up here from Eurogamer just to give some context to this uh, for those who haven't heard about it. Mm. Um, Nintendo Switch Online adds missions and rewards section. It's a me. Updates is the subheading there. (laughs) Nice. Thank you, Victoria Kennedy from Eurogamer. Uh, 
the latest update for the Nintendo Switch online service has added new missions and rewards section. A new missions and rewards section. This new section offers users the chance to earn My Nintendo Platinum points, mm. which can then be redeemed for exclusive items. Nintendo says the missions that players will now find on their Switch will most likely encompass things that they may already be doing, making its new rewards easy to get hold of. Simple things such as playing online or dipping one's toes into NSO's library of classic games will help users collect their platinum points. After enough points have been collected, players will then be able to redeem them for items found in the app. These include physical items from the Nintendo Store, as well as digital perks such as wallpapers and icon elements. When enough points have been collected, users will be able to choose from new frames, characters, and backgrounds to make their own unique icon. Lovely. Well... Uh, I think, broadly speaking, I just agree with Jules here. I think um, it certainly is the closest that they've come to trophies mm-hmm. or uh, achievements. And for those people who are into that kind of thing, I think that's a that's a great thing to add. You know, I, to be honest, so I'm not much of a Switch player. We've yeah. got like an office Switch. I don't have one at home. Um, and I was made I was probably quite surprised that they didn't have some kind of trophy yeah. system already when I yeah. read about this. I was like, oh okay, well, if they didn't have one already, it's good that they've added one now. Um it's nice that you get like icons and wallpapers and stuff as a reward for it. I would probably be more given the choice between trophies on PlayStation, which just give you a trophy mm. and some trophy score, whatever it's called, um, versus like being able to unlock new little like avatars and things. I'd probably rather have the latter, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Um, I wouldn't want anything to be locked behind that score. Like I would still, you know, say they 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 did a Crash Bandicoot, um, you know, picture and mm. I was like, oh, I want that. I should still be able to buy it from the store, like yeah. if I want to with, with money. Um, but uh, yeah, to be able to unlock stuff like that, that's like an actual reward for me, whereas mm. I don't get like a particularly big dopamine rush from getting a trophy. Again, we're missing Ben Potter today, who is a platinum hunter. Yeah, a trophy boy. A trophy boy. So there may be people might become icon hunters now or wallpaper hunters, mm-hmm. uh, just ticking off every possible mission on their Switch. Um, but I would also say in in a agreement with Jules, I don't know if it will necessarily attract more people to the ecosystem. Mm. I think, uh, you know, as Jules says, they've already got a loyal fan base um, and amazing enough franchises as it is to not need to go down this route. But in a way, that's a nice thing that they've just, they have gone down this route just to presumably give a nice extra benefit to their existing players. Mm. And yeah, maybe to attract one or two more people, perhaps those people who are on the fence about it might think, oh yeah, you know, it's a nice place to be a Nintendo Switch, look what they've just done. But uh, I don't think anyone who was kind of indifferent about the Switch is now going to see this news and go... Got to get over there. Got to get one. Um, But I think it's a a good move. It's a nice thing. And uh, I wish I could unlock little pictures and things on my PlayStation. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the thing. I think that like, I mean, if they were going to do it, maybe roll it out kind of a bit more on games that you can just play and like, even if it's just like play Mario Odyssey for like an hour or Mm -hmm. complete this mission in like a certain amount of time that's just every kind of every now and then it changes or whatever or even if it stays the same but you can only kind of do it one time yeah that's just like an added thing for people to maybe just go back and play a game again or even just like people who like you say who want something a bit more 
you know, a bit more challenge in their games. Yeah. Might might be encouraged to kind of do those things. But like you said, I don't think it's going to bring in new players. I don't think it's uh, like interesting enough right now, like the challenges themselves to be like anything of like interest to most people. Right. It's like things like use save data cloud or right, okay. play an online game or go on the NES software. Like that's like how to do the rewards. And I'm kind of like, well, fair enough. Like it's the first week. So maybe they'll get more interesting. But mm. unless you, when it comes to like missions for like the community, unless they're individual like missions per like what games people have. Yeah. I don't know if there'll be anything more interesting than that. There might just be like play an NES game for an hour or something. Yeah. But like, I think that if they, if they'd go down the route of being like, here are the Super Mario Odyssey missions, what do you want to play? Like, what kind of things do you fancy? Um, well, look, I'm going to play Super Mario Odyssey today because if I play it for an hour, I'm going to get 50 points and I can pay for my Animal Crossing little logo thing. Mm -hmm. Or And um, so I think it, like, I think it's cool. And I think I'm glad that they're, you know, giving people something to kind of work towards in, in playing the games. Like you say, I think the icon thing is really cool and I, I would like that in other places yeah. as well. Because, um, yeah, a lot of the time you have, like, trophies, but, like, other than saying, well, I have 170 trophies, mm -hmm. you can't really do anything no. with them. Um, so, yeah, I think it's cool. And I think that it seems to, it seems familiar to me and I can't pinpoint something else that's, like, done it. It's just got this, like, I don't know, it probably wasn't because they would have mentioned it, but I felt like it was something that they used to do on, like, another Nintendo console. But it right. seems really familiar to me at the, like, get earning points to do something else, but I can't, like, pinpoint mm why it's familiar to me um but yeah i think that it's it's good i'm proud of them good for yeah. them good for you nintendo um and i think that it is fun i like the little icons they're mm -hmm. pretty cute but i don't think people are going to buy a switch to just to do the missions no, every week no so i guess it's a little bit like what steam do where you don't you don't exchange points for it but you can like unlock cards yeah, and stuff i think that might um, be what i'm thinking of yeah, yeah. um i guess the the one kind of caveat or like well if you want to be cynical you could say well based on those example missions that you gave because admittedly i hadn't looked up what mm. the missions were like um if they're not like you know in game you know complete this level in in under five minutes and it's more like check out the nes software then you could cynically say that, that although they're, they're trying to get people to like try out features that maybe they're not using yeah, yeah um but then you know you get that in even like you know if you look at a, a playstation game you quite often get a trophy for just using photo mode or yeah. something so it's just a, a way of incentivizing people to use certain features that maybe aren't getting the love that they deserve um or you know and, and that can be enough you might have never tried for example the nes mm. um and then you sort of feel like, oh, I'll, I'll give it a go then. And when you do, you might genuinely really like it. Yeah. So there's no harm in that, really, um, I wouldn't have thought. So at the moment, it doesn't seem too kind of sinister or, or anything like that. It's no. just a, an extra little little thing you can be doing. So there. So, so there. there. That's us. We've given it the sort of okay yeah, seal of approval. The, it's a good idea, but what will they do with it? Where is it going? Where is it going? Yeah. It's time for something a bit odd now. It is. Something a little peculiar. Have you got your, your hands at the ready? I have. It's weird news. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. I don't like it either. Thank God our hands aren't wet. Selling a little? 
or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's weird news time, time for some weird news. But before we get to the weird news, ha, Ben Porter's not here. We managed to do it right. We're going to call out some excellent podcast producers. Uh, Remember, you can be a podcast producer by going to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump uh, and you will get your name read out on the podcast every single week and be forgotten by ben potter mm-hmm. most of the time yeah and peter austin last week though you forgot the entire section of weird news yeah i did i wanted to move on to question three didn't i that yeah. was good um you did so thank you to our podcast producers they are alex mcdonald caden agronox checkered omega sean Legg, gy goliath katie garrett ellie nicholas erica hutchinson melody l bonnet nathan Gabrielle Philippink and Corey Duffel. Thank you so much for your support on Patreon. If you get, if you get, if you want to be a Patreon producer, a uh, podcast producer on Patreon, just check out the tiers on patreoncom Patreon.com. Yeah, if you fancy it, so there. It's time for some weird news. We get sent some of our weird newses via social media. Posts go out on both Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're Team Triple Jump on both of those places. Um, so if you want to contribute a weird news story, just have a look on our social media a couple of days before the podcast recording, which is a Thursday, and there should be a post available for you. I've got one that was sent in by Jordan Blackhurst on Twitter and Facebook, and also Cameron Keywood on Twitter. Hmm. Um, there were a few different write-ups for this, but I've got one from Vice and... Uh, Vice, written by Samantha Cole. Vice say, oh, yes, I agree to cookies. Jesus. Oh, I agree to... No, I don't want to install the app. Doctor apologizes for ranting about console wars from operating room. Have you heard about this? Did you read it? I saw the headline, Mm. but I haven't read anything about it. Uh, So here we go. People are review bombing a hospital in India with one-star reviews after a doctor tweeted a video of himself during a procedure with an unconscious patient. 
kind of funny. <laughs> it, it, it almost is, isn't it? Uh, the anesthesiologist, which is that different to an, an anesthetist? That's what we would Anesio- say, I think. Anesthesiologist. Yeah. Oh. It goes by Dr. Shri Vera on Twitter and his YouTube channel filmed himself supposedly in an active operating room where he'd just anesthetized a patient and was preparing for an invasive procedure to remove a gallbladder. He claimed to be defending himself against people claiming he is not a real doctor because they disagree with his passion for the console wars. Console Wars is shorthand for the decades-long argument between gamers about which platform, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo devices, PC gaming, and so on, is the best. Shri Vera posted the video to Twitter, writing, Here I am after inducing anesthesia, intubating and putting a patient on controlled mechanical ventilation for a laparoscopic cholecystectomy uh, case in <laughs> OR, whatever that means, uh, slandering my identity, profession, because you ex-bots can't argue facts, exclamation mark. That's the end of the sentence. Okay. <laughs> co- is this the tweet or is that what he said in the video? That is the tweet. Okay. He added in caps, saving lives, hyphen, my job. <laughs> Console wars, hyphen, my hobby. It's not wow. a hobby, doctor. Doctor, it's not a hobby. He was allegedly trying to defend himself from accusations that he wasn't a real doctor. Um, Dextero, which viewed the video before Shri Vera locked his Twitter account, says that he pans around an operating room holding up the phone to record himself showing the patient on the operating table. People watching the video think they found the hospital where he works. Medi... Medihope Hospitals and Research Centre in India and are posting one-star reviews to its Google page. Motherboard has reached out to the hospital for comment and to confirm whether he works there and will update if we hear back. An anesthesiologist posted a video with a patient's private info and he did it to make fun of video game players, one review says. One of your doctors decided to share patients' personal information for the sake of console wars. Get this under control, says another. As a PlayStation fanboy, why would they talk about console wars in Medihope? Who does it seriously? Posting video of his patient about personal information on Twitter and giving thumb up emoji is really illegal. More like thumb down emoji. (laughs) That's a stupidest thing about... That's that's a stupidest thing Dr. Shri Vera have posted about on Twitter for the console wars. It's not even right at all. Seriously, another wrote. Almost 50 reviews have been posted since the video. Shri Vera posted an unlisted apology video on YouTube on Monday saying that he's received a lot of backlash and racist harassment because of his video. Well, that's not okay. Whatever happens. Uh, He regrets posting the video and acknowledges that his obsession with console wars is childish, but also tries to defend himself and his hobby. Uh, The article is nearly done. Uh, We've got a quote from him here. I am a human being, guys. I make mistakes. Please, let's move on ahead, he said. I do not hate anyone on a personal level. If I do not like the console they're playing, I just make points regarding what that console is giving you. This is just a hobby of mine. It's not a hobby. (laughs) Judging from his YouTube channel, Shrivera is clearly a PlayStation fan and an Xbox hater. 
He has specific beefs ranging from Xbox possibly locking down some exclusive games by acquiring Skyrim and Fallout developer Bethesda (laughs) to perceived shortcomings with MLB The Show 21 on PS5 being somehow held back by having to release on Xbox as well. Neither of these points make a ton of sense, but that's how things go with the so-called console wars. They are wars of passion that make people act irrationally, like posting rants from the operating room. There's an actual war going on right now. Yeah, yeah, Do that's we, right. Well, there are many. Like, can I'm we sure. like calm down just yeah. for a little bit? Please, please, just please, just stop. Just play your PS5. It's console, fine. Being part of the console wars is not a hobby. No. Some you know men with po- like po- men with podcasts who are a new men subgenre of, of like people who talk about women on a podcast, but they're all men. Yeah, um, they say that women have no hobbies. They say right. women don't have hobbies. Women have loads of hobbies. Women have loads of hobbies. One of my hobbies is not. If you're a man and you said that your hobby <laughs> is the console wars, you don't have any hobbies. You have no hobbies. You have no hobbies. Your hobby is okay? being angry on the internet. I just get a grip, man. From oh, the hospital as well. I know. It's kind of funny. Just shouting about console wars while he's operating. I mean... Imagine just being like the surgeon who's like waiting to go in and being like, what's he doing? Yeah. Why is he filming in here? That's what I call the theatre of warfare. <laughs> Ashton, please Thank you, Peter. This, um, <laughs> this article came from at Ethan D. Lawrence on Twitter. He sent me it in the, the d- Dimmer. It's a DM. Dums. The Dums. Um, and it comes from videogamechronicle.com. Oh. And it's written by Jordan Midler. Fans think a trip to Nando's inspired Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Producer's visit to the restaurant may have set the Spanish-themed games in motion. What? Apparently. Okay. Southern fans believe that the popular South African restaurant Nando's could have inspired the upcoming Pokemon Scarlet Is and Nando's Violet. South African? Okay. Sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've learned something today. Yeah. Um, the theory with with what the theory, which was first popularized by Twitter user at three clips underscore TT, looks like the word eclipse, but with a three at the beginning. I see. Suggests that the series producer Junichi Masuda's trip to the restaurant during a London visit may have provided inspiration for the upcoming games. Matsuda tweeted in 2019 and visited Nando's in Richmond, London, right around the time Scarlet and Violet were likely to be in the early stages of planning. (laughs) I thought this article was just going to be, here's the game and here, this is where there could be some Nando's influences. But they've also got tweet evidence that they (laughs) went to Nando's. Yeah. So the the guy, three clips underscore TT, a tweeted saying, Nando's restaurant inspired Masuda and Game Freak in creating Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Here's why. All the screenshots are from one place, the official Nando's site. No jokes, lol. And then he's tweeted like the meat barky, which is the chicken. Right. And the Nando's logo. Like, or bar C, sorry, it says underneath. Like just a shot of that. And then retweeted the guy's tweet when he went to Nando's. Okay. He says... Anyway, the connection is seemingly based on recent comments made by Matsuda and designer Shigeru Ogmori, who stated that during a trip to the Barcelos region of Portugal, they thought that a rooster Pokemon could make an interesting addition to the series. The Barcelos rooster is the logo and mascot for Nando's restaurant. According to Ball Guy Leaks, 
Masuda has also liked a recent tweet alluding to the visit to Portugal supporting the theory. Oh. So. Okay. The theory goes on to, po- to posit that one of Violet and Scarlet's new starters, Fuecoco, was inspired by the African bird's eye chili, the color of which features on all branding in Nando's. Fuecoco is a small fire type Pokemon that is clearly inspired by a chili. However, which chili is yet to be confirmed? Right. However, another theory, which suggests that the game's official logo uses the same font as Nando's official marketing material, isn't entirely accurate. While they are similar, they aren't actually the same font. Nando's currently uses a custom designed font known known that font known that was designed by South African sign writer Mark Salimu. Orange and grapes, two signature fruits of Spain, have been featured regularly in the marketing material of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and fans have made the connection to the designed by Nando's drinks menu, which offers multiple original soft drinks that use the two fruits as base ingredients. Right. Some of it's a bit tenuous. Yeah, the link here may again be tenuous, as Nando's is a Portuguese-inspired South African-owned restaurant. If the new game take ins- ins- if the new games take inspiration from all the Iberian Peninsula, not just Spain, it could fit. Yes, we reportedly ex- we've reported extensively on the reveal trailers for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and detailed what- why many believe that the games were all s- set in a region inspired by Spain, with possible Portuguese influences as well. Okay. And then they just go on to talk about the game. But this is the Pokemon. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen the starters, but okay. I mean, is is that inspired by a chili? I suppose it's got a, a like little tough shape. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a shape of a chili. Yeah, I guess so. And then there's a, obviously there's the, the bird one as well, the bird starter, which mm. is maybe, is that supposed to be a rooster? I think so. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So there. Apparently, Nando's inspired the next Pokemon games. The fact that the tweet was liked is interesting. Um, but you'd think maybe they would try and... I mean, maybe they, they did and, and it just... Nothing happened. But you'd think they'd maybe try and get a brand deal involved. They'd like try and do some cross-promotion with Nando's. Yeah. You know, like get yeah. get Pokemon stuff put into a Nando's mm-hmm. or, or vice versa. Get Nando's like in the meal. game. Yeah, get Nando's in the game. You can go in for a, che- a cheeky Nando's, but, mm-hmm. you know, like Pokemon style. So you just go in and it's like, just curry. Yeah. Just curry. It's always just curry. Um, <laughs> you're definitely not eating the the rooster Pokemon in your yeah on your plate. Absolutely not. No. Um, We're all vegans here in Pokemon Land. Man, I could go for some like some Nando's fries right now. Oh my god, yeah. Jesus I really gosh. like the Nando's mashed potato as well. Oh yeah. Mm. I don't think I've ever had the mashed potato. It's pretty good. What's your Nando's um, go to order? Spice of choice. Oh, well, you've got uh, a whole go order. A, if I go you want. for a medium. Right. It's my spice of choice. Yeah. And I'll either get a Sunset Burger, because mm-hmm. they're really good, or potentially get a Filo Pitta, depending on how I'm feeling. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of just like, well, I am normally a fan, but I'd rather get a chicken burger than just go for like five hot wings. Though sometimes I do get just some hot wings. Right. Yeah. I sometimes get like a half chicken, mm-hmm. um, but then you have to faff around with the bones. Yeah. So sometimes I, instead I'll get the, they do like just fillets like i can't even think what they are like their thighs or something yeah. but they're boneless um and i'll either get a medium mm-hmm. which is fine for me spice wise but i do just really like the the is it like lime and something it's like one rung down lemon and herb, is or is it lemon and herb i think yeah. it might be is there a lime and herb maybe it's lemon and herb yeah it is lemon and herb um but i just like the taste of that and it's like i always feel like a bit like i'm going can I just have lemon and herb, please? <laughs> like I can't handle the spice, but it just tastes tastes good. So I do sometimes yeah. have that. I do like I like having a little bit of 
hot sauce on the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want it to be too, all over my chicken in case it's too spicy. But if I can moderate the the spice level by dipping my chip, yeah, it's all good. That's what I tend to do. I order the lemon and herb, and then I add spice mm. with with the hot sauce. Yeah. Um, there we go. So that's that's our Nando's orders. Yeah. Let <laughs> us know in the comments what your Nando's orders are. Yeah. Um, and if you've never had Nando's, when next time you come to the UK, you'll have mm -hmm. to have some. Have a cheeky Nando's. Yeah, yeah. a cheeky one. Let's have a question three, please, Peter. Wow, we're really powering through this. Because Ben's not here. Clearly, Ben's the one that talks too much. Yeah, this is what it was. Well, yeah, it's either Ben's the, Ben is the one who talks too much, or I was going to say when you have two people, you get through it quicker, but you guys talked for like 40 minutes about Uncharted. Uncharted. So. To be fair, that one was very long, but just simply because of the Uncharted yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Question three is from Liam Carpenter Robins, uh, Robson, mm. two surnames. Greetings, Bap. With so many game releases uh, and with sales so frequent, it means I have a literal electronic pile of games unplayed. So much so, I recently started a game I realized I'd purchased before the pandemic. What's the long longest time you have gone from purchasing a... Hello, will I get to the end of this question? You can do it. Purchasing a game to actually playing it, and is there any particular reason for this question mark? Thank you, Liam. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. I made it. Um, I've got one where I've essentially still not played it at all. Mm, uh, I've got loads of those, in yeah. fact, but one that I've talked about before almost infamously on the podcast is The Witcher 3. Mm -hmm. um, that was actually a present for me. It was like a Christmas present. I asked for it. I was really excited to give it a go. I played it for, I think, 45 minutes. Yeah. And I think I then had to stop playing. I was just playing it in the evening and then yeah. I had to turn it off. And then I may never have gone back to it after that. Or I may, it might have been that I went back to it like I couldn't play the next day and I went back the day after. And uh, I was a bit like, okay, so hang on, what, what, what was happening now? I've sort of forgotten. And then right, yeah. it was like two weeks yeah. and I was like, oh no, no, that's it now. I can't, <laughs> I would have to start all over again. Um, so, and I know that The Witch is a great game and what mm -hmm. I did play, I really enjoyed. But it, number one, I was a bit like, I was like, I don't understand any of the like the politics or like the, the world here. Uh, I don't know who some of these characters are. And actually I'm assured that, uh, very little of The Witcher 3 actually hangs on The Witcher 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, there's some history there in, in terms of the world, but like, oh, wow, there's a really exciting buzzing noise coming from one of those lights. <laughs> I think it's coming from the electric box. Oh, the electric it. box. Yeah, we had that last week, didn't yeah. we? Uh, but yeah, there are there are characters in that game where as a someone coming into The Witcher 3, you feel like, oh, I bet there's like a long history with these characters, but actually it's not the case. They're mm. actually new characters. But uh, so that's one that sort of counts in that, I mean, I didn't buy it myself and I also have essentially not played it at all yeah. rather than, you know, the, it being a long time and then I finally played it. Um, probably one that I sat on for a long time before actually playing it and really enjoying it was Terraria. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I ended up with that. I don't know if it was in a sale or something. I suppose it must have been or in a bundle maybe. Um, and it just sat in my Steam inventory for ages. And I was like, I'm not, I have no interest in this game. I don't think I actively bought it on its own. It must have been bundled or someone gifted it to me. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I don't, that just looks like kind of, at the time it was like when Minecraft was on its initial hype wave and then yeah. Minecraft kind of went down and then came back again. But it was like peak Minecraft. And I was like, that just looks like kind of rubbish 2D Minecraft. And I have no interest in that whatsoever. 
Uh, and then uh, for several summers in a row, me and some school friends, I think we were uni age by that time, but some old friends of mine had Terraria servers. Yeah. And we would just get together every evening, three or four of us, build these huge bases, fight loads of bosses, get all these interesting items. Uh, there's there's a whole lot, there's like all these, it, it's quite interesting Terraria in that like Minecraft is a lot more freeform. Other than like having to build portals and stuff, you kind of can do what you want and do it in the way that you want to do it. But with Terraria, there are certain tactics, like you build a sky road, like you go all the way up to like yeah. the top of the map, and build a, a really long road and that catches like falling stars and stuff. And you you build like a a, a like a, a shaft that goes down to hell in the bottom. We call it the elevator. I bet a lot of people probably call it that. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are all these things that like people do tactically in Terraria, yeah. uh, which are quite fun to do as a team. So yeah, it was it's in a, in a lot of ways it's very different from Minecraft. Yeah, it's a sandbox building game, but uh, yeah, I left that a really long time and I shouldn't have done. Mm. Um, good game what about you there's absolutely games in my steam library and on my playstation library that i just picked up and have not played yeah i've got loads since. yeah yeah um but one that i know of and i have mentioned it before i got cyberpunk yeah when it came out i got it on disc and i was really excited for it and it's now still a year and a half later still in its wrapper on the shelf oh. and has yet to be opened mm -hmm. and go out. I mean, now they've done the PS5 upgrade and like fixed a bunch of it. I'm more inclined to play it. Yeah. However, I haven't got the time. Mm -hmm. There's simply no time. Too many games. There's too many games. I have already got a backlog of like a bunch of games that I, I need to play. Like I need to play the Uncharted games. Those are on my list. Oh, right. Have you like, not played those before? Suit. No, not played yeah. them before. And I also got to play Final Fantasy VII that's been sat on my shelf for a while as mm -hmm. well. Um, but I just haven't got the time to dive into it right now. And I know that like Horizon's a big game. And I know that Cyberpunk is also a big game. And so I'm kind of needing some like quick games to get through. Palette cleanser. Mm, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm doing in between games but i feel like every time i like oh thank god i finished the game like I, just before i can play something else before the next one comes out i don't finish them quick enough mm -hmm. and then i've got like a week and a half and i'm like so there's no point me starting it now yeah. because if i started now i'm not gonna have time to play it and i'm not gonna have time to like really sink my teeth into it so i keep not playing it so she still didn't have plastic wrapper from uh. a long time. So it may be that like it'll be two years before I even get to crack it open. The longer you leave it, the yeah. better it will be, That's probably. True. The, the more, more they'll fixed fix it. it will be. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean there's so there's definitely so many games on my Steam that I like picked up being like, I'll play this and then haven't yeah. yet played it. There's definitely a whole bunch on there. Mm -hmm. I picked up Half Life Two like four years ago. And was like, I'll play this. Yeah. And I haven't got around to playing it yet. So. Yeah, I've got a bunch of stuff, especially my Steam library, where mm -hmm. I own it because it's like a classic must-play game. Yeah. And so I probably bought it when it was cheap. And I was like, I will play that at some point. And then just haven't done yet. Same with like bundles and stuff. Yeah. Like, I have so many games in my library that I got from like bundles that will probably never get played mm -hmm. because I either haven't got around to it or just have, I don't know what they are. Yeah. And they just sit in my Steam library and I'm like, I'm never going to play this. You reminded game. me of another one, actually. Um when you were, we were talking about um cyberpunk mm. like the longer you leave it the better it'll be i it took me ages to play um 
uh, oh, I just have the name of it in my head and it's gone now. The uh, No Man's Sky. Right, yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah. that released. And I, uh, had I, had I, I don't think I pre-ordered it, but I think I bought it like in the first week or something before I'd seen the reaction. Or I maybe I thought the reaction had been overblown. Like, yeah. you know, like really people going, oh, this is terrible and it would still be okay. Yeah. And then it sat in a wrapper for a really long time uh, until there was like, the first big update that they did, which I think was like at least a year, if not two years later. Mm. I think it took them ages to like really yeah, bring the, out. like the kind of fixing it was like a really long time because they had to like rebuild the game. Well, they? yeah, sort of. Yeah, they like changed all the generate the, you know, the, the monster generation mm. and added um, other ships and, um, you know, things floating in space and stuff. So uh, yeah, it took me ages to play that. And then when I finally did, all right, it didn't like grab me. I didn't play it for like a long time after that, but mm. I enjoyed it for a few weeks and thought, yeah, this is like, you know, a lot more like what people were hoping for initially. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it can really pay off to uh, wait wait around to play games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there we go. Those are some games with long, long. That's uh, still on our shelves. Yeah, delays for us. Or well, still on our shelves in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, it's time for for the thing that I've, I've never got to read before, so I'm really excited. Do it. It's time for the big discussion. <laughs> it's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion. This week's big discussion comes from Dr. Mundy. Mm. Doctor. Um, do game names matter? I've just picked up the Square Enix's triangle strategy for the Switch, and although I'm really enjoying the game itself, I'll admit it. I'll admit that it's a ridiculous game. A ridiculous name, even. I'll admit that it's a ridiculous name. Mm. Lots of people have been making jokes about it, and I think the game might get overlooked as a result. Do you think game names have an impact upon their success? Someone replied to this on Patreon being like, yeah, I've heard people jokingly call it threesome strategy. Oh, okay. And that made me laugh. So, yeah. Ashton, can I interest you in Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 final chapter? That is literally on my <laughs> list of stupid names for games. Yeah, it's yeah. rubbish. Um, Ridiculous. That's actually, in fact, let me pull it up because that's a collection of games. Mm. And within that, they've all got stupid names as well. <laughs> but um, Kingdom Hearts in particular, 1.5 remix and stuff. And um, hang on, what's it called? 2.8. Dream, dream, drip, drop, drop. Dream Drop Distance or something like that. There's yeah yeah. Um, my my uh, boyfriend's really into Kingdom Hearts, and him and his friend would say like Dream Drop Distance, and I was like Drip Drop Drop, and I could <laughs> just couldn't remember the name of the game. I was like, what do you? Oh, Kingdom Hearts Drip Drop Drop, and he's like, no, that's not the name of it. Drip Drop Distance. Drip Drop Distance. <laughs> uh, the games within the uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Yeah. Are... Also a prologue and a prequel. Yeah, are Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD. Dip, drop, drop. Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep hyphen mm. a fragmentary passage. Yeah. If I... you've got a fragmentary passage, consult a physician. Absolutely, you should. Uh, and Kingdom Hearts sort of an X, but it's like subscript. It's like a weird symbol. What is that? Right, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts X back cover. What What are they huh? doing over there? What? 
This is why no people don't understand Kingdom Hearts yeah. and the story. Because people can't even figure out in which order you're exactly. meant to play the games because they've got stupid point eight. You can't make point eight of a game. That's point an up, eight. that's an update. Like that's an update of two. It is it's like version just, two point eight. You can't just call it two point eight because there I don't is there even a Kingdom Hearts two? There is a Kingdom Hearts there two. There is a two. But it's with Roman numerals, which you can't put a decimal point after. No. I, two point, and then they've got yeah, zero point two, I know. one point five. No, just label them. Like, there, just please. There are two reasons I think, or maybe three reasons. One of them is symptomatic of the others, uh, as to why Kingdom I couldn't stick with Kingdom Hearts because I loved Kingdom Hearts one. Mm-hmm. I really like the idea of it, like getting all your Disney characters together. I mean, I'm not a Final Fantasy fan, so if it had just been Disney characters, I probably still would have enjoyed it, like yeah. a Disney multiverse RPG. But, you know, the Final Fantasy characters are interesting as well. It had Cloud and Sephiroth yeah. in it and stuff. Um, and I would have loved to play Kingdom Hearts 2, but I think by the time Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, they'd already done a spin-off or, or two on another platform. It was a PSP game. Yeah, yeah, like they did handheld ones. They did some that I think were Nintendo exclusive, Citation Needed, like DS games and stuff. Mm. Um, maybe Kingdom Hearts 2 came out before anything else, but... Uh, by the time I was, I had enough money as a child to buy Kingdom Hearts 2, I think I there was like other stuff out there that I'd not played. And I was like, oh, what's going on? But by the time Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, they just, it was a tapestry of make any sense. decimal points and <laughs> remixes and subheadings. So yeah. it's, it's a shame. And uh, yeah, one of the other reasons is actually they just made a complete mess of the plot, I think. Like... When Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, this is turning into a Kingdom Hearts 3 big discussion, but <laughs> when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, it was almost a joke. I think it was a serious video, but someone did a, an eight, like a law recap of like mm-hmm. the whole series. Yeah. And it was like a genuine video, but it you could kind of tell that they couldn't keep a straight face like reading 30 minutes of very condensed, confusing law. Mm. Um, it's such a shame. Yeah, I, I also... Don't understand the story of Kingdom Hearts. My boyfriend, like, he's a big fan. Mm-hmm. He's played every single game. And really? He loves them. That's great. However, he tries to explain to me how they work with like the the nobodies and the heartless and the mm-hmm. the this is this is Sora, but it's not Sora. It's like alternate Sora who's blonde and where this one wears a cape. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. What what point eight did this come in? Yeah. <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, they're ridiculous. Like, I don't think... I don't, don't know if it affects them because people still play them. Yeah. But I think it makes them more difficult for new players to understand what they're meant to play and when. It definitely will be put... It, it It's got to put off new players. Like, when Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, there will have been people who maybe missed Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 who mm. will have thought, oh, this Kingdom Hearts thing sounds good. It's like Disney characters, Final Fantasy characters. I'll have to give this a go. And if they then looked up the series as a whole to be like, can I get into this? Or if you just play one and two because that's how normal games work you play the first game then you play the second game because it's got two next to it and then you play the third game what on earth is going on and then you've missed points one to eight between the two and you're like what's happened to you Mm -hmm. but like yeah even looking at it from the outside before you've even played any of them i think if i saw that there was a game called kingdom hearts hd 2.8 final chapter prologue i'd be like flip that i'm not (laughs) playing this no way um i've got a couple more here though that i think probably put people off uh hey here's one close to home beyond good and evil it's a bit of a rubbish name Mm. that's not a good name for a video game yeah not for a third person rpg uh 
well, not RPG really, but you know, third person action adventure game. It's a relatively simple story. It's just like there's a conspiracy where the government are working with the aliens that like all the citizens think the planet is at war with, like the government working with them. And you're just a journalist who takes photos and tries to expose expose that conspiracy. Mm -hmm. You could have called that anything better than beyond good and evil. (laughs) Um, So that's not good. Uh, Lilac Wars. You know Star Fox for for Nintendo? Like when Star Fox came out, it was Lilac Wars um, in Europe. I believe because there was... It's something, it's a German thing called Starvox, spelt with a V. Right. Starvox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that thing is, whether it's a game or or some completely different product, but they changed it to Lilac Wars. And I think people who had maybe even heard about, like, maybe they had, like, an American friend or they'd seen it on TV, like this Starfox game, mm. you might just think that's, like, it must be an American exclusive because Lilac Wars, like, what the hell is that? Call it, like, Star... Something Star else. Fox Lilac Wars, maybe. Or Star if Fox you, Lilac Wars. If or... you want to get, you know, still yeah. keep your name about this. Yeah. Um, and then I've got the worst one ever. I think maybe even worse than Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> maybe not. Uh, Canis Canum Edit. I don't even know if the if I'm pronouncing that right. What's that game? That is Rockstar's Bully. Are you aware of Bully? Yeah. It's the GTA game set in a school, yeah. a boarding school. Is it not called Bully? Where you are the bully. Uh, in America, it was called Bully. Yeah. In Europe, or perhaps just the UK, it wasn't called Bully. And I believe that was due to pressure from, like, I I, I think, well, I don't know specifically who pressured them, but I think basically they decided we can't call it bully in the UK or Europe mm. because you're glorifying bullying. Yeah. I think it was like maybe bullying charities or it was just angry mums or politicians. <laughs> Those angry mums, they are aggressive. Or maybe the um, like the, the censorship board, whatever, you know, whoever handles that said, if you're going to call it bully, you have to call it has to be like a, a 16 or an 18 or something. Right. Probably not an 18. But, you know, they might have said you have to raise the yeah. the rating if you call it bully. So it was called Canis Canum Edit, Edit, which is Latin for dog eat dog, which was apparently the the slogan of the school, Bullworth right. Academy. And on the crest of the school, it says Bullworth Academy, and it says Canis Canum Edit underneath. Um, and uh, so that that's what they called it. Um, that is the worst name that ever. That is pretty bad. It's really bad. You could have called it anything. Yeah. You know, just something school-related. You could have called it Law of the Playground. There, there, I've got you one. There There's you an example straight away. That is a phrase, Law of the Playground. Call it that. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it, just don't call it that. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's in a school. Even if you know what it means, which most people don't because it's Latin. I didn't know what it meant. I had to look it up like years ago. I found out that's what it stands for. But uh, terrible name. Yeah. And I bet that affected its uh, sales in I the I didn't UK even know it had a different extent. name because I, yeah. I have the game and I didn't know it had a different It's just called Bully. It may now actually just be Bully. Yeah. It might have been sort of re-released because um, they did a, an HD re-released didn't they yeah um and i think might, maybe might, might be, yeah. i think it's just when it was re-released it was probably bully hd everywhere yeah but uh yeah it's initial but i, I had it on ps2 and it was called canis canum edit yeah rubbish. i <laughs> rubbish um i think that there is a lot of jrpgs and 
the like that just have the most obscure name mm-hmm. that like you kind of you just you're not going to remember it yeah like from state of play last night obviously we had final fantasy and all that stuff but then we also had right at the end we had the dio field chronicle yeah and then we had valkyrie elysium valkyrie elysium yeah. is like uh, that one was fine but when they were the dio field chronicle i was like the sorry the what mm-hmm. the whom it's not as bad as triangle strategy like don't get me wrong that is a bad name it is like I, I liked kind of watching James try to explain to me why he thinks it's called Triangle Strategy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, there's three places. Um, they're all fighting, and there's three things, and you know, there's always everything's in a three because triangle." And I was like, "Stupid, yeah, stupid, bad, definitely." Stupid. Especially when JRPGs, broadly speaking, you know, quite often look quite similar, or they have very similar themes and vibes and soundtracks and stuff. So if you're trying to, if you're not like deep in that genre and like if you're not well-versed in it in your head, um, how are you going to like keep them separate in your mind? Like, oh, that game's coming out this year. That one's yeah. coming out the next year. I might try one of them. It's not normally my kind of genre, but I might give one a go. I don't even remember what they're called. You know, even yeah. if I see one where I'm like, this one specifically looks good, I won't remember, be able to remember the name of it. <laughs> So. No, because it's one of those things where, like, I feel like, I mean, a lot of the time, games do have names that have kind of nothing to do with yeah. with them. But, like, I just sometimes look at it and I think that, like, it's not, people aren't going to remember this after you've showed the trailer and the Diofield Chronicle name. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, we did a list the other day, or I recorded a list the other day called, uh, like, Innocent Games with, like, I've called it Innocent Games with Cheeky Names, but that's not the name of the list. It's right. called, like, Innocent Names with, Innocent Games with ridiculous names or something like the love yeah. those lines where naughty, like wasn't naughty it, I yeah i think yeah. they're naughty names because they've got like it's just ridiculous names so there's like one that's got like dragon wang mm-hmm. and the, the name of the character is called dragon wang which right. is why they've called it like that name but there's so many where you just think like did no one like test this before it went out yeah like did no one kind of go into a room and be like Here's the names that we've got. Let's, you know, see what the people think and do what they're called when they do like a focus group. Like a focus group, yeah. Did no one go, so what did you guys think of the Dragon Wang? Mm-hmm. Though, to be fair, if I was in there, I'd be like, that's the perfect name. Yeah, call it that. Call it that. Well, I think that though with the Nintendo Wii, like yeah. we're so used to it now, but I remember when that was announced, I was like, sorry, yeah. what, <laughs> what have they called that? Did they not run that by one British person? <laughs> Maybe even America, did they call it, did they say, use the word we in America? I don't know if they do, but certainly in, in the UK, it means piss, means yeah. urine. Uh, and that really blew my mind when that was announced. It was like, there's no way that that has been okayed by a British focus group, but seemingly... Yeah, it went out there, and that I'm not saying that affected its sales, but you know, you do wonder how these things get greenlit. Yeah, I do also remember being like, "We what? Like, like going for a wee? Yeah, oh, it's so funny. But I mean, there's always names that kind of get translated or like are from other countries and in different languages that are then sent to us and just have like just make no sense. Yeah, or like have nothing that Mm -hmm. kind of sell it. But I think. I think maybe with triangle strategy, I think maybe it has affected how well it's sold. Or, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not got massive. People said it's really good. Mm-hmm. Other people said it's not. So yeah, I don't know how good actually it actually is. But I think that like, yeah, I think it it's, good, it's a bad name. Yeah. And it will I affect so. it. It will affect it in the long run as well. People are talking about it though. So I guess maybe, maybe it won't affect it. Because mm-hmm. if you've got a really bad name for a game and people start talking about it, 
Yeah. It's pub- all publicity is good publicity. Maybe so. I mean, it, you do you do have to question it because like you can say, oh yeah, that's a bad name. It doesn't really give you an idea of what the game's about or even, mm. you know, because some games you can get the genre even just from mm. the title. Like, um, you know, something like Shadow of the Colossus probably gives you an idea that like you might be going up against some like big monsters or yeah. something. You know, it gives you a vague idea. Um, but that that doesn't but then on the other hand you know there are some su- really successful games that don't actually have great titles in terms of like giving you an idea of what it's about like bioshock i yeah. was thinking for example yeah what is that why is it called bioshock um you know I, it, it makes I also sense think that bioshock infinite is a weird yeah as well because you've got is. bioshock one and two and then bioshock infinite infinite yeah and i didn't realize there was even a second one because i thought bioshock infinite was the second right one. yeah because why would they start numbering in them and then and then change yeah it. yeah don't know ask ask kingdom hearts, ask kingdom hearts. Probably, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll figure it out bioshock 2.8 yeah infinite remix <laughs> prologue edition the final chapter yeah uh so you know, lots of games have uh, come out with a kind of ambiguous title that doesn't mm. necessarily tell you much about what's going on in there um, and done pretty well. But Yeah, I thought that Triangle Strategy, when people were mentioning it, I've said this on the Cryptscope, I think that when I saw people mentioning it, they were like replying to things about like Elden Ring and Horizon and how there were so many games coming out. They're like, oh, it's got, got that Triangle Strategy as well. And I was like, is that like how to play all the games at once. Yeah. Like you have to, you know, have a triangle strategy to like, you play one game and then you play another game and then you play another game to like get, you know, get the three in mm-hmm. and didn't realize until they were doing, we were like doing a quip scope on the game that it was An actually actual game. a game that I just passed me by. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Or it sounds, if people are talking about Elden Ring, it sounds like, uh, you know, a way to like dodge around enemies. Like, yeah. oh, you have to use the triangle strategy on <laughs> yeah, them. Exactly. Um, I yeah. think it sounds like a kind of, like a puzzle game, like a yeah, geom- geometry yeah. wars or something like that. Like, you know, yeah. something about triangles, it's like Tetris. Yeah. Um, so it's a shame. Hopefully it doesn't harm them too much, but um, it's a bad name. It is a bad name. It is a bad name. So let us know in the comments below uh, and on social media, if you like, uh, about what you think about triangle strategy as a name and mm-hmm. as a game, if you want to talk about that as well. And uh, what other game names do you think let them down? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, let us know. Sounds good to me, Peter. You can contact us in many ways. Uh, as I say, we've got the comments below, but also you can head to youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. It's where we put all of our videos and our live streams. When we are live streaming on both YouTube and Twitch, we are modded by Lord Rotovich, Trowling Badger, and Mr. Black. Uh, remember, if you've got Amazon Prime, part of the whole Prime package is a Twitch sub. So you can use that on us if you like. Twitter.com and Facebook.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. You can head there for all of our social media presence. Uh, we put videos out there, live stream announcements, um, Facebook Live sometimes happens. It's every every week I say that and it's not happened <laughs> since, but it will one day. Um, uh, and, and lots of other things too. Thank you, Fraser, for looking after our Twitter and Facebook. We've got a TikTok, if you hadn't heard, TikTok.com forward slash at Team Triple Jump. We've been doing mini reviews. Mm-hmm. We've been doing memes, trends. We hit 1,000 followers on it the other day. So thousand followers, guys. It's going well. <laughs> uh, and, of course, we've got Patreon as well. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Loads of tiers on there. You can ask questions on this podcast. You can be a podcast producer. You can get early worst games and weirdest games ever. 
Loads to do, so head to Patreon. We have a website. The website is triplejerk.mup. That's triplejuu.mp. Spells jump. If you want to join our Discord, you go to triplejerk.mup forward slash Discord and hang out with a wonderful community. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollowise. And if they tell you to do something, you bloody well do it. Mm. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio forms, if you're going on a long drive to go and plan some wedding stuff, why not go to triplejerk.mup forward slash podcast to find out where you can listen to it in its audio forms. I will. Thanks. No problem, Peter. Um, if you want to catch one of our uh, live stream VODs, if you've missed any during the week, you go to triplejet.mup forward slash VODs, V-O-D-S. And if you want to buy some sick and cool merch that neither of us are wearing today, but normally normally one of us is. Ah, oh, plot twist. Peter was wearing some. If you want to buy some cool merch, you can go to triplejumpshop.com or, t- or look on our Twitter, at triplejumpshop on Twitter, and tag us if you've got new merch. And keep an eye out for merch drops, because we're planning a new one very soon. We are, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me and Peter on Instagram or Twitter, it's at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton. And Ben, who's not here because he's doing the plops, is also on tw- is just on Twitter, at confused underscore dude. We have lists every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. it. On YouTube. On YouTube. Uh, Worst Games Ever is fortnightly. It's Friday uh, Friday for patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everyone else. Uh, The podcast is every Saturday, and we do shows every flipping day. No, we don't, but, you know. (laughs) A lot. A lot. More than, it still says one every other week, but that's a very old note. Um, Do them a lot now, Mm. which is good. Uh, please leave a five-star review on iTunes or your platform of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something to do with Argos Rhythms, something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we've got some announcements as usual. Uh, quip, Quipscope. Um, we've gone two Quipscopes this week. Yeah. A triangle Strategy Quipscope by James Jenkins and a WWE 2K22 wrestling game mm-hmm. Quipscope by Ben Potter yeah uh, if you listen to those on the podcast feed and on you can watch them on YouTube that's right they're also on the podcast feed that's true worst games ever uh, should have gone out last week but um, I was off the week before so we didn't record it until quite late and then Jimbles we, was sick we recorded it late and then Jimbles was sick sick <laughs> so uh, for various reasons it was delayed it will be going out this weekend it will have gone out already if you're a patron so you still got it early two days early uh tomorrow for everyone else at time of release of this podcast weirdest games ever as well though uh went out last week for those who get it a week early so they still had something to watch you see it pays <laughs> uh but it will be going out um this weekend for everyone else so check that out and we've got a ranked list as well, actually. We do. This was also meant to go out last week. It was. But it was delayed a bit. Um, so it's coming out this week. And we did the song last week. So I think it's only fair we do it again. Mm-hmm. Somebody, Somebody once told, told me the Shrek ranked list is coming out today. Yeah. You should go and watch it on YouTube. YouTube. There's a Shrek game. All the Shrek games ranked list mm-hmm. is coming out. I think it's coming out this evening at time of release. Oh, so, is, it, is it Saturday or, or is Friday? It, Friday? I think it, it may have already been, been out. Yeah. We um, should check it out. It's get plot twist. They're all bad. They're all pretty much but all some bad. Are worse than most. Yeah. So wait till you see what's number out. one. Number <laughs> yeah. one will shock you. I mean, it actually will. Uh, shock you the best <laughs> shrek game wait until you find out which one it is um yeah that should have gone out last week but uh and i even said like no ben was like ben was like is it is it going out i was like yes it is on the podcast i was like yes it is it will be done uh and then 
<laughs> Alex was like, yeah, I don't know why I told you it'd be ready for Friday because like it's not going to be ready <laughs> for ready. Friday. So, uh, yeah. but it, it should be, it should be available now. So uh, enjoy yeah. that. Facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Like the page, come hang out. Mm. Gets 10,000 so we can finally pay Jimbles. So he's not sick of scurvy. Jimbles, yeah. Um, last but not least, our sponsor for this week was of course... Toastwire Tokyo. Of course it was. To get us back into breakfast. We will make a success of breakfast. Brexit. Uh, brilliant. Thank yes. you, everyone. Tell Ben to get better from his plots. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>